Hey, this is Norman. Welcome to Run With Horses. It's time for a Walk the Dog Wednesday. Thanks for going with me. Okay, today on Walk the Dog Wednesday, I'm going to start a three-part series, I suppose you could say. The next three weeks, I'm hoping to look at the pillars of the Christian life, things that we need to engage in, truths that we need to recognize to really live life well. So the first one would be uh, the Bible is our foundation uh, for truth. Um, The Holy Spirit is a foundation that unites us into the body of Christ, the church. We also receive wisdom and guidance from the Holy Spirit and I probably will primarily focus maybe on prayer because I'll I'll look at the Holy Spirit more in uh, doctrine and later in other podcasts but um, really thinking about prayer and how we uh, have this two-way communication with God where we read the Bible but we also uh, pray and have a, a communication, build our relationship with Him. So prayer is a big part of the Christian life. And then the last one is our special relationship we have in the church. So I'm not going to go into great detail probably in all of these, but uh, they're definitely foundational truths that we want to engage in. So today, thinking about the Bible, I want to understand that the Bible is the place where we receive um instruction we have um we we get truth from the bible we we grow in our ability to to discern so our discernment improves as we understand the truths of scripture Uh, we understand the standards that god has of holiness of righteousness Uh, we receive uh, instruction in how to live how to be a husband how to be a um a wife, how to be a father, how to be a good worker, a member of society, all of that kind of instruction. We receive correction. Uh, We learn what mistakes we made, and we receive training how to live better, how to live a life that glorifies God. So all that's true, and the Bible, in teaching us all these things, it shapes our thinking. it helps us to develop new paths, new pathways of thinking to understand and see the world differently. Instead of seeing it as we did before Christ, we learn to see the world as God sees it and see the truth there. So all of those things are important. All those things are important, but they're not the primary purpose of the Bible. Uh, I would say the number one purpose of the Bible is that it helps us to know God. Um, There's truth just in the world. Everyone can see the world, and I think it does indicate that there is a Creator, and there are certain things you learn about God through that. However, if God did not choose to reveal Himself to us, what we could know about Him would be limited. And we certainly couldn't really know Him just through creation. So 
so the Bible is God's revealing himself and allowing us to know God. Who is he? What is his character? What are his likes and dislikes? How does God work in relationships? Um, we are able to build a relationship with God because he's given us his word, because he has chosen to communicate with us. So that's one of the primary purposes of the Bible. So we do understand through that, as we get to know God, that we're separated from him and he's given us the path of salvation so that we can be in relationship with him. So we learn about Jesus. We learn what the purpose of his death was, the purpose of his uh, coming to the earth and dying on the cross and going to the grave and rising again. We, we learn what that means through Scripture. And because God offers us um, righteousness through him, then we learn we can have a relationship with God. And we learn who he is through his word. So all of that's true, and we probably will talk about that in bits and pieces in more detail maybe later uh, in another time. But understanding that the Bible is foundational, it's all these things we get from it, um, then one of the key questions is, how exactly do we approach it? How do we get this truth out? How do we learn who God is? Uh, how do we make use of this uh, massive book that we have that has so much information and knowledge and wisdom and uh, help and encouragement. There's so much we get out of it, but it's this massive book. <laughs> uh, so many people struggle with how to approach it. You know, you guys, you know, you get a novel and you start at the beginning and you read to the end. Is that what I do with the Bible or um, do I look at it more like a library of books? So what, what do we recommend for someone that's uh, getting started? Well, getting started, there's, there's lots of different opinions. Some people would say start with John, start with Mark, uh, start with Genesis, and um, then read a few key stories throughout the Old Testament, and then read one of the Gospels, and you know, then read Acts, then read Paul's letters. And you know, There's different pathways for reading it, and to get started... It, Honestly, when you're recommending someone a pathway to get started with the Bible, both they and you need to understand this is just a getting started. It's not a read it one time and you're done book. So it almost doesn't matter how you get started uh, as long as you keep doing it. So the reason why the, the question, how do I get started, is important is because a lot of people quit. If they start in Genesis and they go, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, I'm done. <laughs> this is hard. I can't understand. It doesn't seem to be relevant to me. And they're just done. So how you start will help you continue or make it difficult for you to continue. So because reading the Bible is an ongoing process you know it's not a one and you're done it's a continued thing what's more important than how you begin is how you continue um, it's easy to read a little bit or read for a while or maybe read through the Bible one time and then okay well I've done that so we, we need to approach it as this is a, a habit I want to build uh, it's a, a 
a practice that I want to install in my life that's ongoing, that doesn't ever end. And there are multiple, there are multiple avenues where we add Scripture into our life. Uh, you should be part of a church where you're hearing uh, sermons and Bible teaching. Might be part of a Sunday school or a small group where the topic is God. And it's God as we know Him from His Word. It's God as He uh, interacts with our life. It's God as He changes my thinking. It's God as He uh, is with me at work. So uh, that should be one of the, the ways that we're continually learning and growing in our understanding of the Bible, of the truths that are there. Um, everyone really, we have access, in English at least, to so many resources. Uh, there are books. Uh, there is uh, music that will help and that teaches scripture. There is uh, uh, there are apps and websites and uh, podcasts. Uh, there's so many resources for for believers in the world today, and we should take advantage of those. So, some people really struggle to read well, and I know I have I had ongoing eye problems for years. So. Occasionally, I'll have periods of time where I really struggle to read a lot, so I try to read, um, I'll do my devotions and I try to read that, but I'll need to listen to a lot of other things that I'd like to listen to, I'd like to read, but I may have um, a book by a, a pastor or by a Christian author or by a missionary or on a spiritual topic that I want to delve into more. And if I can find it on an e- on a, uh, audiobook, that definitely is great for those times when I'm struggling to read a little more. So we have those resources. Um, ongoing discussions with church members, with other believers in your uh, community, are also another avenue of uh, being consistently engaged with God's Word. You know, it's, it's important for me to be thinking about how I understand it, it's helpful for me to hear a different perspective. Uh, helpful for me to hear someone else's um, position where they're reading the Bible maybe from a different background or from a different history just personally. Um, because of their family relationship, they read something in God's Word and see something that I didn't see because I had a different background. So that's valuable, and we should be engaged in all those. But primarily, the goal is to be personally reading God's Word. And recently I heard a, a recommendation. I thought this was really good. They, there's a church in Tokyo that they recommend uh, journaling. And this is a way of doing your uh, devotions, of being um, consistently engaged in uh, interacting with God's Word. So they recommend um, five to ten minutes a day this process of journaling where you'll read anything from a minimum of one verse up to as much as you want to read, and you can go as long as you want to, but at least five minutes, take five minutes, read at least one verse, think about what this verse is saying, how does it impact my thinking, my actions, my um, decisions I make, my relationships, what does God want me to understand from this verse, how does it apply to life, and then write that down. Uh, and it could be literally as short as you know one verse and one thought, and you write that down. And they keep it short as the minimum, 
because they want you to understand this is a daily practice. This is not necessarily the only thing that you should do, but you don't always have time to spend 20 or 30 minutes. But if your life is too busy for you to spend five minutes a day, your life's too busy. And if you consistently spend five minutes, you're building in that habit, you're building in that practice, and you will have opportunities to learn and grow. So I, I think that's a good, reasonable way to approach um, teaching people, helping people to understand how to get started with God's Word. Take a notebook, take the Bible. Um, I would personally say if someone's never read before, maybe start with Mark. So read, read for a couple of minutes. And one of the recommends I heard years ago that I, I've practiced for years too is uh, read until something strikes you, until you, you really understand, oh, this is, this is good. This is something I want to remember. Oh, and then write that down. Um, and usually in three or four minutes, you're going to find something, even if you're uh, a, a beginner as far as reading the Bible. It's definitely it's something you grow at from now 20 years in Japan and helping different people to get started reading the Bible. Many, many people have said, boy, it's so hard to get started. You know, I don't understand. And in the beginning, you know, I've picked out a passage and we're looking at it together and we'll read it together and I'll ask literally just what does this say? Put it in your own words. And they often struggle in the beginning. Partly because it's not something they've practiced in their life. I mean, it depends on someone's background. Someone that's been more into education or certain kind of jobs, they're very good at it. It, it relates to their life. They can understand how do you do that. Uh, read something and reword it or read something and say, hey, this is what that says. Other people, they haven't read in the last 20 years. They don't read at all. They watch TV, they play video games, they do other things, and their job doesn't require a lot of reading and interpreting. So they really struggle to, to read something and put it in their own words. Uh, but it's a skill that they learn. So as we do that, what they'll find is in the beginning, they really only get the biggest, clearest points. I say, awesome, you got something from God's Word. Take that thing uh, and then what do you do with it? How does that apply to your life? How do you live that out? How does that change where you think, oh, you, you only got one thing out of this passage, but that's one thing. Um, we all should be looking for uh, something we can take and apply. And really, even though any given passage might have numerous things that we could take out of it, most of us are not going to take everything out of a passage and apply it right away. Um, over time, we do want to grow in our ability to um, change the, the big things first and gradually get deeper and deeper into heart change. But in the beginning, to change one thing in your life is a big deal. To begin to understand what God wants and how He expects me to live. in the beginning a lot of people it is good to read small amounts and find the simple thing and do that particularly for an, uh, an unbeliever who this is part of an evangelistic Bible study they're just learning and growing what does it mean uh, that people are Christians what does the Bible say what's the general what's this all about or a new believer who hasn't really read the Bible before so to read a little 
consistently is really, really helpful. Uh, as you grow, I mean, I, I like to, I've always liked to read. So one of the things I've done uh, for the last 10 years, probably six or seven years out of the last 10, one of the things I've done is buy a cheap paperback Bible and read it through in a year. Uh, and, you know, you have lots of different uh, translations you could choose. Uh, I like reading the different translations because quite often, even a paraphrase I've read, and it says something, go, well, I'm not really sure that's exactly what the Bible says because I've read this so many times, it's just, it doesn't ring quite right. So I'll go back then and look at that passage, and it helps me understand uh, the passage better. I'm, I'm forced to go back and look at that passage and say, well, did I understand it correctly? Uh, or maybe this paraphrase is correct, and I just missed something in it. Or it may just help expand my understanding of Scripture. So I've read through probably six different translations in the last 10 years, uh, and uh, they're not all equally good. <laughs> they're, some of them are remarkably not good, um, but that process has been, been good, and that's not part of my devotions. That's I enjoy reading, uh, so it's something I can read through, particularly the Old Testament, when you have these stories that go over multiple chapters. To read that all in one sitting uh, is just really enjoyable. It's really enjoyable, and you also have that opportunity to see the bigger picture and maybe see connections that you wouldn't have seen otherwise. That's one of the, the ways that I've benefited from reading a lot at once is reading two chapters that are you know, sp spread apart, six or seven chapters, seeing something in those two chapters that I, I wouldn't have seen going really, really slowly. You know, it might have been in a deeper study. You know, I might only read four or five verses, and I'm really looking at the the word choices and the meanings and application. And um, by the time you get to the one that says something similar that that you notice in the quick read, uh, you've forgotten the first one. So by reading it quickly, you're still in the same day. Hey, I just read this. What did that say? Oh, wow, that's interesting. Uh, I find that happen all the time. So reading a little bit is great. Reading a lot is great. Reading often and daily is really the goal. Uh, and the journaling uh, is, again, super helpful to write down. What's the thing that I've learned? How do I take this truth and apply it to my, my life? Um, that's just really, really valuable. So basically, however you take it in, the goal is to take in Scripture with the goal of really knowing God, understanding who He is, to build a relationship with Him. And then the next um, next step that we'll talk about next time will be praying. You know, I want to spend the time praying and talking to God uh, about who He is and what He has to say. Thanks for joining me on Walk the Dog Wednesday. Hope you have a great day.